Tammy is supposed to call uh, any minute. She is on the Appalachian Trail, and uh, she says she has two bars. And by that, she means there's a tiki bar across the trail. Yeah, in this uh, VFW hall that serves stiff drinks and tall glasses. She is there. I I just don't want to hear this. Help! Help! (laughs) Stop. Stop that. Sorry. I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh, you know what it is? Yeah. Her her uh, signal just dropped off. I think she's making a connection, but I think two bars might not be enough. So there's Cam- <laughs> there's Tammy's signal again, but we're but she's not hearing us and we're not hearing her. Let me try her on the phone. Let's just see what happens if I do that. Okay, can you hear me? It's funny, I can actually go. hear you now because I'm holding it up to the microphone. We could do it this way. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> All yeah, right. this works. All right, Tammy Asars is on the Appalachian Trail. Now, um, have you crossed into the Massachusetts border yet, or are you still in Vermont? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, we are about 660 miles uh, from where we started. So, yeah, we're well on our way, um, and we'll be in Connecticut, actually, tomorrow. So, (laughs) making tracks. Wow. Now, that's crazy. Uh, 660 miles is... You're you're not quite even a third of the way, but you have done the hardest 660 miles of I, I think I can imagine of any any of the trails you've done. Is that right? Oh yeah, I mean this trail is so unique in so many ways. I I'm pretty sure whoever put it here is still laughing um, <laughs> about its difficulty, <laughs> but um, but I'm bonding with it a little bit more. We're changing out some of the plants now, which is cool. You know, before it was I think they call it witch hobble. It almost looks like a hydrangea leaf, and now we're starting to see more rhododendrons. Um, saw a bear today, which was really cool. Um, it's just, uh, it's a really amazing trail. But, yeah, it's very different from the hiking I'm used to on the West Coast, for sure. Right, right. And when you say you saw a bear today, did you cuddle with him? Uh, did, how close did you get? <laughs> the mamas love that well, when you do let's that. Put it yeah. this way. We saw him. He saw us. He went his separate way. We went our separate ways pretty quickly. He, um... He got his little rear end pretty low and ran as fast as I've ever seen a bear run into the woods. So right. it was a really wonderful encounter to see him. But, yeah, he behaved himself. Tammy is so familiar with uh, bear encounters that uh, uh, most of you would, like, freak out at the idea of seeing a bear in the woods because you think they might come after you. But unless you it, – it's the old wisdom. Unless you get between a mama bear and her cubs – generally or a grizzly bear i suppose anyway tell the people what it is tammy uh yeah i mean generally you know bears are not really interested in uh bug spray smelling hikers they have berries on their mind and other things to do so um yeah but if you you know if you startle one or you get between a mother and her her young that's where you what you don't want to do um we're told that new jersey actually has the most bear sightings on this trail which is shocking you'd think shenandoah Mm. national park or smoky mountains might um so it'll be interesting to see what happens when we get down there but um yeah one of our um this is kind of a fun story we met um a hiker on the continental divide trail um who is also triple crowning this year and he is going northbound on the AT when we were going south. So we ran right into him in Vermont, which was serendipitous. Um, but he had seen about 14 bears uh, along the way. So that was really shocking and kind of cool. That's a lot of bears. That well, nat- uh, naturists have determined that uh, bears are now t- attracted to the scent of spray tans, which is why they're all migrating <laughs> to New Jersey. Can you hear Spike? You can't hear him. 
I can't hear oh, Spike. That, oh, that is the problem with us doing this on the damn phone. It. You can all hear her. Oh. Um, oh, Tammy. Oh, you're going to miss all Spike's jokes. So, Tammy, oh, no. tell, her, tell her I wish her well. I'm so sorry. We, we tried, by the way, uh, you calling in with the link, but we, yep. couldn't, we couldn't hear you and you couldn't hear us, could you? No, I couldn't, so I don't know what was going on there. I think what it is is that the, um, uh, I, I think you have a phone connection, but not an internet connection. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Yep. Well, that, that would yep. be it. Um, so, all right, guys, you're just going to have to listen in. Uh, and this will be, you know, somewhat abbreviated, or I can relay a question to Tammy. If Bob, tell have... her about the spray tan joke. Just <laughs> tell her about the spray I'm tan kid- joke. I'm, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. kidding. Now, we'll tan. get to that later. You can hear it when you listen back to the podcast uh, there you go. <laughs> this winter. So, uh, so Tammy, uh, 600 and something miles uh, so far into the trail. The hardest parts of the trail, uh, clearly the White Mountains, and uh, you've talked about that, and you went through, you know, really a hundred mile wilderness, the White Mountains, then you got to Vermont. Southern, Southern Maine too was very, tra- very challenging. Yeah, do you? F- I, I think it was harder than the Whites, honestly, Bob. It was really tough. Okay. Do you feel yeah. that you? Um, do you feel that you have now got it made because? <laughs> the, the, I, I know, I know. This is a silly question. The farther you go south now, the the less crazy the mountains are, right? Yeah, but you know what happens is you change your mindset to go, okay, well, once I get out of the White Mountains and once I get – and people tell you, oh, yeah, you can really cruise once you get – but there's still mountains. So you're still doing these 1,000-foot climbs and dropping into valleys and climbing another 1,000 and dropping into valleys. And so – it's a lot of effort in a day. It's definitely not as hard. The trail tread is not as challenging for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but to knock out, you know, your marathon days, and, and I mean that quite literally in mileage, you have to um, get up very early and be very disciplined about your breaks. And it's not a gimme. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely easier, though. S- say more about that, because the kind of miles you do in a day <clears throat> would freak out about 99.9% of all people. And you were talking about how slow you were going during the tough parts of Southern Maine and the White Mountains. I don't know how many miles you did in your slowest days. Tell us that and how many miles you will do in the longest days. Well, the longest days we hope to get over um, over 30, 30 miles, maybe even close to pushing 40 if we can on some of the easier sections. That is really the limit of where i'm uh, before your feet hold just want to fall off hold on a second i i know this stuff and i'm still blown away 30 <laughs> to 40 miles in one that's running isn't it running with a full pack no uh it depends on your train like on the continental divide trail we did a, a 38 mile push into in wyoming uh you know you can do it if you get up early and you're disciplined and you have a goal and you um, you know, you just push through. Our hope is that, um, you know, we had the white slowed us down, the southern man slowed us down, and then I think I texted you and Lisa about this. We ended up getting a malady, which a lot of hikers get on this particular trail because it's so social. Um, we ended up with norovirus, and I'm not exactly oh. sure where we picked it up, maybe in you know, somewhere where there is common areas. Um, but as you probably know, that's very contagious and, and a lot of hikers get it. The northbounders all I coming do, yeah. this way have been like, oh yeah, we have, we've had it too, you know? 
Um, but that so was, you're almost you know, like you're at a train station for hikers in a sense. You are going past bit, lots yeah. of humans, yeah. Um, yeah, and then and then all the shelters are little congregation areas, and they all have privies. This is a very luxurious trail, though, what I'm used to, by the way. I know that, I'm really by the way. I'm really digging yeah. it. <laughs> well, from now on, I'm just telling you, it's like, it's this beautiful, I mean, I'm sure there'll be tough sections, but it is like, I mean, I mean, it's it's glorious. Uh, I've oh, done so parts of it. Today, yeah. yeah, so today we crossed the road, and there's this sign that says farm stand with an arrow and we look over and here is this beautiful someone has this gorgeous farm and they have this little farm stand and it says at hikers on it and you go and you open this little cabinet and they have sodas and ice cream bars and oh. it's just like what get out of town yeah. you know you're on this crazy trail passing bears and then you end up at roads with ice cream it's just it's great it's just wonderfully crazy i love it I almost don't want to go back for the question I wanted to ask after that beautiful free farm stand thing. <laughs> yeah, please. But I've, I'm, I know that Spike, Spike's listening, Ed's listening, and Ed and Zip's listening. And I don't know, guys, if you're like me, but I'm actually getting sore just hearing about her mileage. I feel like I have a back spasm. Um, She's making better mileage than I got in the U-Haul truck. <laughs> yes, I'm going faster you than Spike uh, yeah. was able to drive the U-Haul truck across the country for me. So, oh, that's... Probably true, yeah, yeah. with the governor on there. So, uh, no, I'm going to guess because you turn in a, and, and, you know, I've had a little experience with this, um, you know, good old man version of this, but you kind of turn into a super athlete. I mean, I don't want to say you're indestructible because, of course, you you got to be uh, careful, but, but you're doing this and you must be feeling incredibly great. Yeah, you, you really do. Um, it's funny. I think even people who aren't in great condition when they come out here, if they stick with it, they just find they become kind of a different version of themselves that they didn't yeah. know was was there. Um, well, I should also clarify that 38 the high, very, very high, high end of what the mileage that we do. Normally, it's 20s, um, low to mid Only in the 20s. <laughs> I know, slackers. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the Wonderland Trail, near the end of it, my last day was 23 miles, and I remember being—I uh, remember feeling superhuman. Yeah, uh, that's that's big on that trail for sure. Oh yes. yeah. So all right, so you're heading into Connecticut, New York. Do you cross New York a little bit? Yes. Oh yeah, we cross New York for sure. So we go, I think, Connecticut and then New York and then New Jersey. Wow. All right. Yeah. So it's Watch out if you see any of these Sopranos mafia mafia types in the woods. They're not hiking the Appalachian Trail. There's actually a hidden body uh, okay, tour you know. can take. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Tammy Asars, this is amazing. And also, it may be easier to check in with you. It's been about three weeks now. Uh, let's, yeah. Let's, do you, by the way, do you hear the crickets? Can you hear the crickets? I'm listening. Only to when sitting, I tell. I'm, only when I tell I'm a joke. In my tent and there's just crickets everywhere around. Wow. It's like a little chorus. It's really neat. Um, I, with my hearing, it would be hard. Spike says he only hears crickets when he tells a joke. <laughs> but uh, we'll listen for that later, and um, we'll, we'll let's try to check in in another week or two, and uh, okay. and, and see how you're doing. People can follow Tammy. T it's TammySRS.com. That's T-A-M-I-A-S-A-R-S.com, and from there you can link to her Instagram and see the amazing photography. And, uh, you know, what this you just uh, basically imagine that you're doing this from the comfort of your own couch. 
yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful experience for sure. And, and I've no doubt, I mean, I've no doubt you're going to make it now. It's just a question of, of when are you feeling competitive about how quickly you get there or I'm pretty driven. Um, the goal is Thanksgiving. Um, and there is a spreadsheet involved of mileage that needs to be done to make it there in time. And that of course, is variable because if a big uh, if we get a hurricane season that rips up the coast oh. or a big snowstorm or something or another illness knock on something quickly that doesn't happen um but you know things can change and shift really quickly out here but as long as uh, everything is falling into place and the days are are comfortable and we're able to keep continue on with the mileage then uh, we shall walk. <laughs> right. Are Are you wearing a cape while you do this? Because it seems like you should no. have a cape. Keeping <laughs> uh, it here, all right. right. <laughs> com. if you want to check out more. Thank you, Tammy. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. Say bye, everybody, even though she can't hear you. See you. Bye, Tam. <laughs> safe. Bye, Stay safe. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. In order to do that, I had to hold the phone up to the microphone. It, it actually sounded pretty good. Better connection than I had at Cairo. <laughs> That's right. We should do that that way next time you're at Cairo. All right, we're back with everybody. Uh, to me, that's a superhuman feat. Uh, F-E-E-T. No kidding, man. Mm. 38 miles in a day. I can't, that's, you're right, that's running. Yeah. That's and then she was insane. like, well, it's not every day. Like, some days I only do 26, <laughs> uh, which is a marathon, by the way. Yeah, yeah, and you recover for a month. Oh. After the one, the one that we do. Zip, how far did you walk today? Uh, well, upstairs uh, twice to the refrigerator, so that was about <laughs> the boy. for me. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did a little walking today, actually. Yeah, around the neighborhood. Nothing, nothing to uh, shake a stick at. Crazy stuff. All right, we're back. Uh, Ed Kelly should join us uh, soon, and um, Spike is. Um, uh, fully immersed in his job. Zip, is there anything you want to talk about? Because I, I usually bombard everybody with topics, and I and I know I'm holding you back. No, oh, no, you're not holding me back. Uh, you know, it's it's funny. I uh, today all of the other programs prior to this, I had some prepared uh, material, but I do not tonight. But I will. I'll come up with something quickly. Give me, uh, give me a few minutes. You mean you had material that I never gave you a chance to do? No, well, I, I couldn't yeah. uh, Spike, wedge myself Spike, in. Tell them how normal that is, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just biting my tongue. Yeah, yeah. You well, can hold him back, hold me up. You're just how, how do you have the strength, Bob? How well, do you have the strength? What are the big news stories this week? And we can all just generally talk about them. Um, the only story I've heard all week long is, is uh, you know, uh, Spygate or whatever we're calling it, DocuGate or, uh, you know, uh, who knows? Interrogate. I don't know what we call this thing happening in Mar-a-Lago. The Mar-a-Lago Million Man March. Million File March, I guess, you know. Yeah. Mm. Does it feel to you guys at all like it does to me that that's a big distraction? That, it, that like, there are so many more important things going on that um, it's, I, I swear to God, Trump reminds me of World Federation Wrestling, which they don't call, they call it the WWE now. But it's literally, uh, he's, you know, Hulk Hogan, former president, and he's in the ring with Biden, who's, uh, you know, and they're beating each other up, and we're cheering on one side or the other. We have to like one or the other. 
uh, and our guy is, yeah. you know, if you're if Biden's your guy, you know he's kind of old and weak, but he's the underdog. And if Trump's your guy, you know he's kind of fat and old and weak, but he's your guy. And yeah, yeah, but at this in this wrestling scenario, the Iron Sheik is taking all of our secrets and giving them to Russia or, or Saudi Arabia. So do you really it's believe a, it's got a little that? More I believe if someone has yes, all I of do. our secrets, it's Facebook and Google. Well, that's I'm not going to argue that with you because that'd be silly to do that. Right, you're but, right. But, but I mean, we're being um, made. Yeah, I do. Yeah, we're I do being believe. made to fear that our secrets are being taken without giving any actual evidence of it and being told to just trust that they're secrets and that they're really big bad secrets. But they're secrets, so you can never know what they are. But you should get very alarmed and upset and not worry about other problems in the world because this is the most important. You know what I mean? I. I I hate I hate to say it, but I think it's a huge distraction. And also following the rule of uh, the serenity prayer, you know, not wasting time on anything I can't affect or change. It just immediately throws <laughs> that story out the window. Well, um, I don't know. I, I can't look at it that way. I just can't. You know, it, there's there's a guy who had, he probably had no idea what he had in his basement. I mean, to be fair, the guy didn't read anything that wasn't written yeah. in crayon or to be on a fair, map. I'm with you on that. Absolutely. Right, right, right. To be fair, he's he couldn't that, think so. He's not yeah. that smart. Yeah. He's not. But that but that being said, that doesn't mean that taking over 300 documents that were that were marked classified, you know, so highly secret, highly whatever whatever designation they were given and storing them in the broom closet next to the pool and cabana, you know, for a place where it, I mean, I don't remember how many times people infiltrated Mar-a-Lago. Right. Throughout the course of the Trump administration, remember the Chinese lady with like four cell phones and a, and a, a, a pocket RAM or whatever kind of shit she had. That just made her way in there because she told him how much she liked him. Yes, I mean that's 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 what he put. So that being said, whether he read them or not, okay, then anybody could have got in there and the people, this how we how we put spies, where we put spies, troop deployments, whatever it may have been, that's putting people who are defending our country at risk because well, Clam Dip wanted some souvenirs. I, and that's I all he wanted was it. and bragging rights. I get so he put it. People, so when, when other when other government employees take one piece of paper, that girl got five years for one piece of paper. So it's more than a distraction. Then you couple into that uh, reports that he he went through the boxes and gave them fifteen boxes after he'd gone through them, keeping the shit he wanted. The fact that they got fifteen boxes with over three hundred classified documents in it, and he we knew he had more shit. And he lied about that. His lawyer signed a paper saying he didn't have that. They subpoenaed him for that, and he wouldn't give anything up still. Right. Over the shit that he went through and decided he wanted to keep. Here's I, a guy who borrowed all his money from Russia because banks had cut him off. Right. Don well, Jr. went on. So we get and Eric. We get all of our money from Russia. We have no problem. He did getting borrow money, money from Russia. Not all yeah. of his money. He borrowed it from anybody who would give it to him. Uh, well, and, what I'm saying is, yeah. after America cut him off, the boys yeah. went on TV and said, we got no problem getting money. We got all the money we need from Russia. There's <laughs> interviews of them saying that. So then if you think, here's a guy who still wants a Trump Tower in Moscow. Sure. That was that was the reason he got into the game on 2016. Well, why shouldn't he want to? Why shouldn't he borrow money from Russia? And why shouldn't he want a Trump Tower in Moscow? Oh, because that's right. Because all their banks are owned by mobsters. And when, when you owe them um, money, hey, give us a couple of those documents out of the Mar-a-Lago closet, and we'll call the $300 million even. You think Clam Dip wouldn't do that? Of course he'd fucking do that. So it's more than a say, distraction for me. I gotta say, Spike, <laughs> since you're on talk radio full time, you are sharpening your uh, conspiracy Absolutely. skills. I love it. Well, but but it's everything I said too. is documented. By the way, I'm not just I'm not just blowing uh, you know well, well, conspiracy theories. By the way, I everything can write something on a piece of paper and say it was documented. As soon well, as I create a document, I, it's documented. Mm -hmm. 
I've got more than a crayon filled out, you know, a, uh, a, a, you know, I like how, so you see the one where they had the top secret thing, but Trump took a Sharpie and wrote not and made the thing bigger, like he right, did on right, the map right. for the hurricane. Like a weather map that's of just, the hurricane. Right. Uh, I mean, that was Louisiana. just, that, yeah. that's good comedy. I don't care what his, country you're from. Is, that's good comedy. His magic marker has a full rainbow of colors now. That's right. It really does. Ed really Kelly does. joins us from Detroit after a, a body cavity search, once again coming across the Canadian border. Is that right? I can't believe what they did to my wife over a couple of stupid <laughs> pieces of paper that were at her house. I'm telling you. She gave I'm telling you. Hey, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying about Trump. How can you? It's like trying to read a newspaper in a tornado once back it's going. It can't be done. But I have hey, to man. say this. What the the weakness in our society right now is that what Trump's doing in some ways, and maybe not enough to, you know, make him a candidate or whatever, is making him more popular with a large segment of people who believe, uh, well, first off, they won't do any, and here's the thing, I'm not going to say they won't do research, because all sources are questionable, even ones we trust and believe in, because they all have some spin to them. And most of us are f essentially um, politically and financially illiterate in that we, we understand certain arguments that, that appeal to our passions, but none of us have the context of seeing you know, all angles, because first off, it's, it's impossible. I mean, part of what he's doing is to rile up his base, which is something he's so freaking good at. I mean, oh, he's a savant. If, ta if Democrats had one-tenth of his skill at riling up the base, mm -hmm. they'd win some elections. Why do that when the other side will do it for you with the abortion issue? <laughs> Well, and and by the way, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up, Spike. Let's let's let's. <laughs> it's not like that's a friendlier topic. I'm but... not stirring the pot. <laughs> let me let me let me put my driver away and pick up my three wood, <laughs> <laughs> and we can we can take a couple swings at the abortion ball here. Okay. Yeah, I I think uh, Spike, if you want to make an argument that um, the Roe v. Wade overturning is proving to be a bag of rocks in the Republican backpack, that argument. Uh, that argument has a bit of weight, whereas the it Trump gate thing does. looks like a draw. Uh, Zip, what do you think? No, I was just going to uh, agree. I was watching the Sunday morning shows, and that was the, the top of the uh, list of topics, was the fact how it's sort of dissembling the Republican thing. Now there's an actual chance that Democrats— oh, And by the way, this is sort of like how you call a race. How do we get people from turning in? Looks like the Democrats are I mean, like. Uh, can you do a horse race? One of you like coming up from the rear. The blood bath is officially on the inside rail. Right here comes Rose West Wayne on the outside. He's coming up past inside. It's states so big. Ten-year-olds give birth on the inside rail. <laughs> Zip, you see why I loved working with Spike for all those years? Yes, absolutely. And you too, Ed Kelly. No, I can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right, because Spike got that line, but you're just as good uh, at some of this stuff. Uh, so you see what I mean? Like the media, and when I say the media, it's the stupidest thing in the world because we're all media. Every single person yeah. with a phone is media. Yeah. But the media, you know, titans, the oligarchs who control our media get paid by how dramatically we're fascinated by the game and keep coming back to root for our team. And to them, by the way, your political party is just the team you root for. Like it could be the Las Vegas Raiders. And we are the merch. Uh, yes. <laughs> 
I'm rooting well. for the U- I'm rooting for the uterus raiders. It's, <laughs> it's gonna be great. Yeah. Ooh. The team Hold of on. choice. Yeah. There's a visual. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the helmet. It's gonna be great. Black and silver, shaped like a little uterus. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. My favorite though is how they took the "Don't Tread on Me" flag, which is the champion of the MAGA world, right? Right. right. And they made it the, the the uterus. The snake is in the shape of a uterus. It says, "Don't tread on me." That's some good stuff. Yeah. Anyway. It's really well. It's really hard to top that visual. Like none of us. Yeah. We're like, hey, yes, I, thank you. I was just. I wish. I wish I was the one selling it. They're selling like crazy. Yeah. You know? hmm. uh, the best analogy I've heard though is it's the Republicans are the dog chasing the car because now they got a, a car in their mouth. They have no idea what the <laughs> fuck to do with it. You know, they've been they've been literally working on Roe v. Wade for fifty years. Yeah, they have. And it's it's been a long game of you know judges and state laws mm-hmm. and chip away, chip away. One abortion clinic left in Mississippi in the entire freaking state. Let's close that one down too. Mm-hmm. And now they get they and they get their they get their Supreme Court. They wanted that's why that's why they all voted for Trump. It wasn't because he was a second coming of Christ. It's because they knew what he was going to do with the Supreme Court. He told them that's what he was going to do. I think there were a, their, a bunch of different judges. variety of reasons people voted for Trump. I don't I think do they too. were. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, the Supreme I, Court was a big one. And you know, in the list of toothpaste we love, it was near the top. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but you know, some people voted for him just because he was bombastic, and they can't afford to pay for premium television, so they watched him all the time on TV. <laughs> Absolute, absolutely. absolutely, he tells it like absolutely. it is, Bob. But, he tells it like he speaks to all, me directly. Yeah, they yeah. also appealed to his dissatisf- to society's dissatisfaction with government at large. And also, I think that he related to the everyman, even though he's n- nowhere near an everyman. <laughs> yes. He does speak like an everyman. Yes. And by the way, if, if everybody and there's, a, there's a charisma, to the my charisma point, factor. Yes. Um, our show hadn't really talked about him for months. No, no, we've been avoiding him. He wouldn't let us, he wouldn't go away. All right, let's talk about the dumbest thing that the uh, uh, Democrats have done lately, uh, according to a large group of people whom I've been debating with a little bit online. Mm-hmm. And that's to just insult anyone who ever paid for college tuition by giving away f- free college loan forgiveness. Uh, oh, and, and insulting anyone who never went to college, too. I mean, they got two out of three. It was good. They did, that's right. Yeah. Um, I, have some, uh, I have some nuanced views on this. I'm not on one side or the other. Um, I think that um, uh, the best argument I have for not rushing to judgment on this is how much the government hands out debt forgiveness as a general rule anyway to yeah. usually uh, trillion dollar bailouts when corporations fuck up and they're considered too important to our financial system to let fail 2008 I, comes to mind yes i paid for all my family to go to college i'm still paying some of it why should they get off scot-free? It's only 10000 They still owe ninety, sir. I don't care. That's $10,000. i am not getting... Why should we educate people? Or you know, pay you know to what, educate people. You know why... Pay the, you to know educate what the, themselves. You know what the root of their argument... The, the, the false root of their argument is, Ed? What's when that? they all went to... When those people went to college, the entire four years cost ten fucking thousand dollars Yes. And they think That's the kids true. are getting everything reduced. They, they think the kids are getting off scot-free. Oh, it's a little By the way, Spike, when you yeah. say they think, yeah. you're doing the thing I can't stand about Republicans, which is take the opposition and say they're all the same. 
Awesome them, yeah. Oh yeah, libtard. That's yeah, me. That's, exactly. That's what, if, if, if I knew how to say it in Latin, I'd say it in Latin. <laughs> and them, 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 them. And Even and one of the things we... about society is as soon as you turn a group into the other, you make them appear to be less than human to the people on your side. It's a very tribal thing. It's been studied by scientists. So if you can, oh, yeah. if you can group all your opposition together, and believe me, I think it's just as dumb for Democrats to do this. And I don't mean dumb in the sense that it doesn't work. It does work. It riles people up and get, you know, they get their spears and, 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 and torches and they come after the other side. But it's yeah. counterproductive. Um, I'm having this argument. Bring with us a gun. Bring us a Frankenstein monster. Bring him yeah. out here. We want to talk to the monster. <laughs> we want to see the monster. Bring him out. We'll undo the bolts in his neck. Uh, having this argument with a guy on Facebook. Every once in a while, I'll like come on some random, you know, uh, divisive, rude meme, and some guy who happens to be in my Facebook friends, and I'll just you know, like I'll hit him up with, uh, "Have you ever considered a different point of view?" And he'll go. Well, Bob Rivers is throwing shade on me. This is fun. You know, he's like. <laughs> I know. It's, I, I was in that feed. I saw that happen. That you was that awesome. Happen. Yeah. And yeah, basically, I said, yeah. I, what I said to the guy is, hey, you know, government gives away free money all the time and bails people out. I'm less opposed to them bailing out young people who've been raped by, you know, uh, these huge educational costs so that they might have a chance to actually grow up and make the world better, which is what they're trying to do. And when when you're 18 years old... Then the car old, companies. Here it comes. Yeah. Well, well uh, <laughs> car companies is one. Um, really, uh, the bailouts we did when the real estate crash happened, which was actually carefully engineered to make a whole bunch of people a whole lot of money when they knew it, it was a house of cards... With bundled um, derivatives. Yeah, yeah it, and yet they want to tell some 22-year-old who's saddled with, you know, $150,000 of debt, you made a commitment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little, a little hypocritical to me. Anyway, this guy, I said, uh, I, uh, I said, well, you know, when billions upon billions get involved, and they always do, this guy's talking to me, all the idealistic intentions get consumed by greed or mismanagement. And he's right. So, by the way, when you talk to people... That, on the quote other side, if you're reasonable with them, you can actually lure them into being reasonable with you. Have you ever done that? They won't talk to me. Oh no, you <laughs> bastards! You gotta not call them names and say yeah. you and people like you are dumb. Hold on, I'm taking talking. notes. Yeah. Stop calling names. Yes. <laughs> stop <laughs> lumping together. Okay. Well, you can't stop because you're I'll funny at it. You can't. You gotta that keep are impossible it. for 500, yeah. Alex. Yes. <laughs> pointless, anyway, pointless, I, all pointless the Republicans talking points about you know paying your debts and you let you know let them fail and all, and I say, well, you got your talking points down, uh, and I agree that that those are valid points, but there's more to it. We don't put things in context anymore. We get all emotional. We take our side, and that's the problem. It has nothing to do with liberals or conservatives. Fomented. Making, by our industry, by the well, way, for 40 years. if we're going to make our country competitive with the rest of the world, and this is the part that we're, like, we're fucking up on, while we're all divided about whether there should be electric cars or whether there should be loan forgiveness, let them fight, let them fight. other Whoa. countries are educating their children and building big <laughs> fucking electric car manufacturing <laughs> plants. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and they're drilling and they're and they're uh, and they're mining. Uh, they're mining all of the you know lithium and all of the nickel and yep. materials they need. Yep. They're eating our lunch. 
because the U.S. is stupid now. We're, on this We're all to fighting. blame for taking the lazy arguments that it's either the liberals' fault or the conservatives' fault when the fact of the matter is we have to work together. Now, where's a political candidate for high office saying what I'm saying? And the answer is no one will cover it. No, no, he's, we got one, but he's gay, and then nobody will Oh, I like him. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What's his I name? Know. I forget his Pete, name. It's got the word butt in it. That's the only thing Pete, I remember. Pete but, Pete Butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't believe I just did that, because I like him a lot. He's one of the smarter guys on the team, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, is, he is a reasonable speaker. Um, yeah. Brilliant speaker. Yeah, I don't know if he's that reasonable in person, because... Uh, oh, I, that doesn't strike me as being uh, not genuine. Why yeah, does he have to be act. gay? Couldn't he just pretend to be straight like I they know, used to right? do? I know, right? Come on. Get a yeah. beard, they call it. Come on. Oh. <laughs> he has a, you know what I love about him? He's got a modicum of statesmanship, yeah. which yes. most politicians don't seem to have. Lost. And Gone. wouldn't, oh, I'd vote for a Republican who talked like that. Well, I'll make my call. What do you think about Liz Cheney? Um, it, the As problem a, with Liz Cheney is that um, still smoking. Uh, well, first off, she's a real conservative, <laughs> uh, which conservatives yeah. have just oh, thrown yeah. off over the bath, you know, out the baby with the bathwater. Right. She's not someone one of you Democrats would like to see in there. She'd be, you know, she'd be like Manchin, only much worse. She votes. She voted with Trump most of the time. Uh, the thing about Liz 90%. is there's a she's a decent person probably who believes very conservative things, but she basically looked at Trump and went, the emperor has no fucking clothes and I'm going to stand up and say something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And took the rest of the Republicans are, what a nice sword. suit he has. It makes him look very spelt. <laughs> yeah, almost almost can't tell yeah. his pants are on backwards. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, but she's not, I don't think she's a candidate. You know, Manchin. I think she is. You think she is? If I it was her against Manchin, who vote. would you vote for? Um, I'd vote for her over Joe Manchin. I really would because uh, she has the biggest balls in the Republican Party. You know, and that's uh, the fact that they're borrowed from her dad. (laughs) All right, that's interesting. (laughs) I'm not sure you would, but I. These balls are very big balls. We should do that. (laughs) I smell parody balls. Daddy's big balls. (laughs) A zip, which one would you vote for? It's Manchin against Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney, I would. You would? Absolutely. Wow. Yes, I would. Now, do you yeah, know anything about yeah. her voting record other than the fact that she's what? anti-Trump? It, she's all uh, gun, not, no units. I know that. <laughs> not so much. Ah. I just, you know, I think she'll she'll run just to dilute the vote, the Republican vote. To I do you too. Know, if yeah, Trump she, I, I to do run. too. I think she'd run just to make sure Trump didn't win. But you voting for her is actually going to help Trump win because you are a Democratic voter. How do you know? No, 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 no. Do-do, in, in the, in the, re- well, this is what the, this is what our not, politics It's not going to be mansion. You have to stay loyal to your tribe. <laughs> well, you oh. said you said between her and mansion, and that's you know, I, I'd take it. Mansion would be the mansion, Democrat. I'd take it. He'd be the Democrat. Well, in that case, in that case, I'd still vote for probably. I'd vote for Mansion in all reality. Yeah. Who, who I, I thought you were asking who I thought was a better candidate. No. Mansion's I said, a who sellout. Who would you vote for? And, and call. I know I said it in French. I'm sorry, English. But. <laughs> yeah. Okay, smartass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is funny. All right, let's get off politics. Yep. Let's talk about something else uh, more worthwhile. 
Okay. Oop, we're old white guys. We, we don't we, know we, anything. We, else. we don't know anything. <laughs> before we move, no, before we move uh, off a of student debt, by the way, oh, yeah, before sure. we move yeah. off a of student debt, the student debt um, bailout, the, the th- third of a trillion dollars in bailout money for student debt, yeah. is the 42nd largest federal subsidized bailout we've had. The 42nd largest. You mentioned cars and you mentioned yes. gas. I mean, there have been 42 diff- or 41 were different Were all of those executive uh, things that were done unconstitutional? No, they were not. No, okay. they were not. And that's and that's not unconstitutional. You've been, you've been listening to the wrong channel. Oh, I've been listening to more than one channel. <laughs> one channel. Yeah. There's the wrong it, channel. They say it's yeah. unconstitutional. Who's they, Bob? The others. Those yeah. four guys that you listen to the podcast. No, the others. No, I trust those guys. I would. No, I'm not, I trust them. As a as a process, that is that is allegedly true. Yeah. It, 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 look, and here's what I said to that: each president has his own pet, um, you know, executive orders that he does. So right. t- they said the same thing about Trump when he did a whole list of things by executive order. I mean, he ended up coming up with billions of dollars to build border wall stuff just by just because he wanted to. People say the president doesn't have that much power. I think if I got a billion in couch money to just spend however I want, that's that's power. Yeah. Um, so oh, presidents yeah. do have, you know, the ability with executive orders to do certain things and being just part of the unwashed masses, I don't really know what's legal and not because what's legal or not is whatever a court decides when a bunch of people f- duke it out, right? According to Nixon, if the president does it, it's legal. Remember? Yeah. That, was his, that was his argument. Right. Well, and, then. and I think most presidents think that way about themselves but not about other presidents. Go ahead, bug the damn offices. <laughs> what are they going to do? <laughs> I'm the president, for God's sake. So, and here's the thing. When we're all forced to be loyal to one tribe or another, we don't see our own hypocrisy. That's we only true. see the other's hypocrisy. When you point a finger yeah. at somebody, there's four more pointing back at you. Yeah. Let's talk about electric cars for a second because um, I have one. Yes. And you don't. We know. <laughs> <laughs> but also because in the news, yeah. every car company is converting to electric every, and every last one certain states like washington and california announced this week mandates that certain percentages of cars uh, have, have to, to be, be electric. phased in yeah it's no no no, no. But, but by 2035 there I'm will be no more new yeah, combustion it, engine it, cars it, sold in california over, yeah at washington's going to try going to attempt to do the same thing they're following suit yeah, yeah yes. jay Inslee always swore to be second with the best idea that's jay and you know what i you um, know what i saw today bob what's that Chargers with the name Tesla backlit on the on the parking lot. Mm. Oh, you mean charging stations? Yes. Yeah. Now yeah, they yeah. were way at the back of the lot, <laughs> far away from the wall, from the mall, or whatever it was that I saw them. But what, what, what do you? Uh, yeah. What's significant about that? They're, they vary in locations. You, you you were surprised to see them so far from the mall? Well, no, just that they're using them as Brand billboards. Name. The yeah. branders, yeah. The Tesla put them in. Oh, oh, well, um, yes. It's like, w- once again, the private sector beats the government at getting ahead of the uh, the game. Absolutely. And yeah. well, he's got more money than the government. He does. Yeah. Well, not more than the government, but he has. <laughs> we're, we're in the red. More money than any other living human being. I mean, yeah. here's a guy who is basically a conservative, uh, but he has said that he is more centrist. Um, he, he actually said something interesting that I agree with, even though I hate Elon. I don't hate Elon Musk, but 
Does he's an agree. asshole. Can I say he's an asshole? That's not. <laughs> that was your outside. Yeah. That was your outside voice. Bob. Yeah, he's an asshole. But uh, but so is Steve Jobs. And I have an iPhone, and uh, you know Steve's gone, and the iPhone lives on. Um, would you say this as a card carrying libtard? And by the way, that question is for all three of you. Uh, <laughs> Great. Thank you for labeling. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. You, the others. Yeah. Would you say that Elon Musk has done more to combat global warming than any other human being alive? Gl- global warming? What is Global that? warming, <laughs> yeah. Not, it's like global warming. Okay. It's but when everybody me, gloms, yeah. gloms onto the concept. Sure. Um, who would disagree with that statement? Zip, how about you? I wouldn't disagree. I think uh, his intentions are noble. So shouldn't part. liberals call him Saint Elon from now on? Well, it depends on how big the reusable rockets get. <laughs> how many people can get on with them? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's pretty good. Co- can you imagine having an accomplishment like that in your lifetime? Who, uh, yeah, who, who can pull that one off? To take one of the world's biggest problems and be the single-minded human being that everyone said would fail rise from the ashes of near bankruptcy Mm -hmm. and not only be hugely successful but cause every other competitor to pivot turn and do what's right well half of the appalachian population out of business and jobs (laughs) shame on that motherfucker what are we gonna do for west virginia bob what are we gonna do what about coal yeah. So you're saying those people won't work in the electric vehicle industry no matter how much he pays them? We like, clean, we like clean coal. We know how to dig it out. We don't know how yeah. to do that other stuff. Batteries scare me. They give off sparks. I love phrases <laughs> like clean coal. I know. Yeah. Right? It's like um, that's pe- what it is. peacekeeping missile, free coal, <laughs> Jumbo shrimp. and cold yeah. fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our friendly fire. Yeah. Jumbo shrimp is a good one, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the great George Carlin, gone too soon. So let me get this straight, Bob. You've got, um, you've got a Tesla. I do have a Tesla. Uh, you've, got, you've got an iPhone. I have an iPhone. You've got a Mac. Yes, I only buy products from people who and are assholes. An Amazon, and you've got an Amazon account. You've got an Amazon account. You have your supporting the... the <laughs> the, the, the four entrepreneurs of the apocalypse, and you're covering them all. Good job. That's right. That's right. Well, quite a tribe. Quite a tribe. By the way, yeah. I don't think Henry Ford was a nice guy either. But let's no, he was not. He was and, and how about the railroads um, and the, the oil? Barons were not. No. Yeah, Rockefeller, Getty, they were all bastards. And by the way, they move the world forward. Part of the Republican argument is that uh, we need to help these assholes because they accomplish the most and create the most jobs, isn't yeah, it? It is right. Yeah, they're right. You but just said they're being, right. But that being, but that being said, that being said, all, they're wrong. Keep going. No, no. All those, all those great assholes who helped move the world forward that we vilified, right? Yes. They still paid a massive amount of federal tax, even even in those days, when the Carnegies and the Rockefellers and the Gettys were like, we you know the, the um, reason that the I, Getty at one point owned every because I believe they all paid the least amount that they could based on the laws at the time. Oh, I'm sure. Sh- I'm sure they had more tax accountants and they had oil driggers at the Getty industry. <laughs> so, Getty, yeah. I'm sure. But they still they pay they didn't pay zero. So are you, you suggesting that maybe that. somebody is buying our government out and causing uh, their industries not to pay taxes? It's, 
It yes. Started, but started let's get back to arguing about whether Trump had top secret documents. Let's or not. let's go. Let's go to the we, we're let's go to need, the lobby. Yeah. Let's go to the lobby and talk about it, Bob. Maybe no. we, we can find the answer out in the lobby. <laughs> no. You know? I want to talk to this guy Carnegie. What opened them libraries, wasting all that? Space. The guy with all the melons, yeah. Carnegie with the melons. I want to talk books. to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I think you're making them. a great point, and that is that um, we have uh, been sinking further and further into um, not paying attention to what's important and allowing yeah. things to yeah. get out of whack. Absolutely. So Drifting the solution. Oligarchy would be to keep calling each other names and being distracted by the topic of the week, right? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not going to drop my knife in the middle of the fight. Let's just say that. Is that fair? <laughs> oh, it's fair. I, I, I'm not, okay. By the way, notice but, I don't have a solution. Yeah. I'm just criticizing <laughs> your lack of solution. Yeah. I don't think you've so much as drawn a, a knife, uh, Spike, as pull out a broadsword. <laughs> you got it. Hey man, they, they've got they've, there's like 700 of them and just me every night. Yeah, it's it, crazy. I, I think it's the claymore that you're swinging over your head <laughs> that we're talking about here. All right, it's the claymore of righteousness, Ed. It weighs ah, next yes. to nothing. Weighs next to nothing when God holds you up. Mm. Okay, there are um, there are now um, four Church old white guys on this on this conversation. I know. Talk about, let's talk about let's talk about the trouble is for the brothers, Bob. Have all the white people here. We can solve this. Let's do it. Can we talk about something that isn't? Sure. Politics. Yeah. Zip. What do you got? Uh not po- not political. I was who's banging on the phone. Oh, that was me, actually. Oh, okay. I was him tapping me. his forehead. I'm, 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 <laughs> just exactly, a nervous dick. Okay. You know, I was wow. just thinking, is, is this thing the, on? Is, <laughs> that's the only way I can get in. Um, Are you hearing me? <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking that the pandemic, don't you think the pandemic drove us into our digital echo chambers and, and no. made oh, a ab- lot of this happen. Uh, uh, it absolutely. Was, it, it was the icing on the cake. It's been going on for, for decades I, with May yeah, Radio. Yeah, I think it hit the accelerator, uh, yeah. but I don't think it, uh, I, I think we're already pointed towards that wall. And, yeah. See, we, the, used to t- we used to talk about this in bars, right? And when we <laughs> say stupid true. shit, we get punched in the nose. Right. Now we say it behind keyboards and no one ever comes after us. That's yes. true. Keyboard That's first. what happened. But and everybody, even the little weakling at the end of the bar has, a, you know, is, mm-hmm. is macho man. Gets one in. Let's, um, let's go back to the word pandemic because um, one interesting news story that's not getting a lot of press right now, or a lot of play, I should say, I want to be a lifeguard. I'm retiring. <laughs> and a good timing, uh, Dr. Fauci. Thank um, you. Is this the fact that um, we've mostly gotten over the pandemic, uh, which I think is fine, by the way. It's um, I don't wear a mask now. Lisa's still wearing a mask from time to time uh, in busy areas. I actually would like to get it and get it over with, but I can't get it. I've been on busy, crowded trains, subways, airports planes go to wuhan it doesn't matter <laughs> the it only thing that scares you is kryptonite at this at point. this point oh, yeah. it's just kryptonite and cancer uh <laughs> those are the only two things i'm scared of but but um because i probably already have had it and asymptomatically because right there's no way i could have avoided it very good chance with the actual numbers out there um but the thing about the, the virus now as it exists now endemic. is that uh well not just endemic but this particular strain is for all of us who've had some uh, vaccines and protection 
the chance of, like when this first came out one out of every one to two out of every 100 people who were infected died right and the strangest thing i i just if you had told me i never would have believed that we could actually not care about this that 1.1 million people have died in a country of about 330 million people which means that about one out of every 325 people who were yeah. living in 2019 have died of this virus or with it and and with it is not that different um, and it also exacerbated other problems because people weren't getting treatment like it created Veterans. This, well <laughs> you could easily say that as a result of this virus one out of every 300 something people in the country died and and yet we we go about our business as if that doesn't really mean we need to change anything they're old who cares that was one element of it of the not caring well also they died slowly over several years so i didn't notice it so much yeah. you know like yeah. when bugs bunny and daffy duck were in that right. pot and the yeah. um the cannibals slowly were, yeah. were yeah, sl carrots <laughs> These yeah. carrots are good yes. thanks doc yeah. <laughs> and and so that's the, the weird nature of our society well they also also understand that people this uh Discounted the validity of the numbers. Yes, because there they was a whole say, argument. I, yeah. Oh, yes. he 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 died of uh, he died of he had something else. He had OCD, but then he caught COVID and he died. So he <laughs> died of OCD. Right. But, but seriously. But there's one number that doesn't lie. It's the Actu increase. Actuarial tables. It's no. It's the increase in the rate of deaths over what's expected. The the normal expected yeah. deaths in a year. Do you know how many people die in the, the United the States every year? Actuarial tables. That's what I mean. Uh, seven. <laughs> you should do that as Beavis and Butthead because that's a great. Uh, 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 shut up, dumbass! <laughs> no, it's actually uh, it's in the and it's not an exact number because I'm remembering it from reading stats, but it's around two million people, and it's we call it the circle of life, right? Mm -hmm. There'll be one child born in this in world this to carry, carry on, on, to carry, carry on. When I die, when yeah. I'm gone. So during the pandemic, those numbers went up by an actual scientifically calculable amount. And over the course of the pandemic, um, an extra 1.1 million people died. And whether they died of actual COVID gasping for air or they died because they didn't get cancer treatment or they died for whatever... It was caused by the pandemic. Now, what this means to any logical thinking person not watching cable news of any stripe or ilk is, holy shit, maybe we should be ready for the next pandemic. Uh, yeah, you'd think. Um, but we're doing nothing. Uh, Fauci's retiring. He's going to be sitting on the beach going, fuck it. I did the best I could. I can't believe fuck I Fuck it. I did the best I could. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't believe I had to stand there while we Trump actually, said we that people had him should here use say. bleach. <laughs> I mean, they'd rather take that orange asshole's word and stick stick uh, yeah. vinegar up their ass. So here's some of what I've been reading in the in the last few days is that, and we should be aware of this. Uh, these colds, these coronaviruses, they tend to evolve to be less deadly, as this one has done. Yeah. But there is absolutely no guarantee, and it is very scientifically possible. That the safaris may sing their song. 
Which song would that be? So I got that joke. I just wanted to make sure everybody did it. Thank uh, you very okay, much for that. For um, what could happen is that or another mutation could occur that would be more like the SARS or what was the Middle Eastern virus? Ebola. Um, um, there are some viruses that have evolved that kill 10 or even 25% of people who get them. And we, we haven't learned our lesson. This yeah. or something like this, this thing could, is going to keep evolving for years. But what if one of the mutations goes back to killing? What if it even goes back to goes forward to kill more people than anything that's ever happened before? We would still have people saying it was fake news. Yeah. Yep. It'll yep. go away in a week. And we didn't do anything to prepare. It's a little worse than the flu. Yeah. So, sh- can we all agree that humans do not deserve to live? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yes. History repeats about, itself. Okay. How about some? How about some don't no, deserve to live? No, on that at least. As soon as you some, make them others, you become a bigot. Some, you can't. Some, some. As soon as you no, make No, I'm, I'm one of the some who don't deserve to live. <laughs> okay. Then if you're, I'm one of them. And if you're yeah. your peeps, you can say it, you know. Yeah. That's your own some, your S word. Well, you know what? Th- th- there was there were systems in place, and, and I don't mean to go political again, but there were systems in place. Yes, there were systems in place sh- in the good old days that we lost because of Trump. I got it. Well, Sorry, I, don't, I know you don't mean to go political. Back in the fifties, <laughs> children in grade school were vaccinated. So you've got polio. Yeah. Um, no, but seriously, the reason that Ebola didn't come over here and kick our ass, or whatever didn't come over here and kick our ass, is because there were there were systems in place on the ground where these out- outbreaks broke out. Yeah, and they were quelched in They're, the in the in their in the cradle. Oh yeah, come on over, Ebola. <laughs> yeah, but they were. I don't buy that argument because they were not as transmissible as this COVID thing. Not even close. Because the same ones you said killed twenty five percent of the people that they caught. Yes, uh, that same. We ones? have yet to have those be as transmissible as COVID, and it is scientifically we, possible that that could because happen because the, they were killed in the cradle. <laughs> And they're killed in the cradle, and they all they no, die. <laughs> okay, so you believe we have nothing to worry about, and we're good. No, I, well, if we put those systems back in place, yeah. there won't be another global firestorm of death because somebody put the, pulled the uh, guardrails okay. off. Uh, I don't think the good old days argument holds water. Here's why: um, we need uh, we need way uh, more innovative and. Uh, uh, New faster evolving. Yeah, we need we need we need Nimble. much better science because ultimately man's been dodging a bullet mostly out of luck. Even those systems oh, yeah. were fine. I, I give you that because none of those viruses could transmit as fast as coronavirus. And, if, and remember last week there was news from the CDC that they screwed up big time and they're revamping how they look at everything. Exactly, uh-huh. and right? they and they did with mixed messaging. But how yeah. do you not mix message when you have? Um, Choose your own buffet of news, and nobody right. agrees on what a trusted right. source is. Right. So, um, again, we come back to the central theme I have, which is, stop it, you assholes. We've got to start actually <laughs> trying to be united. That's this, a great billboard. This, stop it, you assholes. This, this idea that, uh, you know, 40, 30% of us are in one p- party, 30% of us are in the other, and the rest of the middle, you know, I, I, I think the middle is smaller than that, but uh, the idea that, you know, you're against the other side is what's wrong right now. And yes, it's tribal. It's built into our DNA. But as John um, 
what's his name? The Daily Show dude. Lennon? Uh, oh, sorry. John, no. yeah. <laughs> so give peace a chance. Um, what's that guy? I can't think of his name. What's a round glasses? John Stewart funny, said funny after guy. Trump got elected, it ain't Trump's fault. It isn't about Trump. It's about the fact that civilization is not our nature. Civilization is something we work at and learn to do and have to constantly exercise yeah. and flex those muscles to keep them in shape. Um, chaos Anarchy, tribalism, war, raping and pillaging, that's actually our nature as animals. We have to be educated yeah. out of it. Yes, we do it like we're on the Discovery Channel. That's us. <laughs> and you and me. Okay. <sighs> I do feel we like... We always I come back to that point. Yeah, well, I do feel like I say the same thing every week and you everybody do. just comes yes. back and goes... I got my gloves on. I'm ready to fight for my side. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. Hey, you're funny at it. I, I love every fucking minute of it. Well, I had You a know, when you're funny, I, you're also exposing uh, sarcastically yes. various hypocrisies. There's, yeah. There's truth in every joke. Yeah. Um, I had I had a very non-political experience today. Oh. A very non-political experience. Did you take experience. a dump? That, that, what was it? Because that's oh, something yeah. every human being <laughs> agrees feels I good. I take a normal Trump every morning at 8.15. I'm constitutionally uh, sound Trump, as a rock. You call it a Trump. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Trump. Okay. <laughs> no, um, I, I, I dropped my daughter off at college today. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, my, my youngest, last one out. Yo, excuse me. Let me let me say it how, how I see it. You are newborn. Yes. Remember her, Bob? Remember holding her when she was less than three days old? I do. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she's now she's now at college, experimenting. I imagine as soon as my taillights hit the curb, <laughs> she started all the things she was afraid to do at home. Oh, here it comes! Bisexuality, yeah, drug taking, the whole nine yards. Here it comes. Hmm. Uh, well, are you going to pay us. for that college, or do you expect the government to do That's it? That's right. Well, I'm going to wait for the, I'm going to wait for my bailout, buddy. Come okay. on. All right. He's going to fun. 10KU. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So um, now it's you know it's she's God love her man it was it's it was hard it was hard to do and and we've we've never I been bet. there because when our older went to college Bob you remember when Ryan went off to college yes we had Darby in the house we've never been alone wow you know so uh, and and we don't Melissa and I really haven't had a moment tonight's the first night that she's not going to be here you're empty nesters wow. yeah day one how is that. I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's no tonight. Idea. Yes, it's tonight. You, you have plans? Are you going to wear it's something? Like, are you? Gonna... I imagine it's like the. Uh, imagine it's like the... two single beds in the mask. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Imagine it's like the purge. I'm just going to like put bars on all the windows and keep, <laughs> keep my wife from escaping. You know. <laughs> and after the stock market crash, he's an empty egg nester as well, Bob. Yeah, it's oh, gonna be great. <laughs> let's come let's, before we do the stock market, which will bring yeah. up politics and fairness. Let's get back to uh, your daughter going to college. Uh, does she? I, I'm very curious because, um, like, is she? Does she know what she wants to be, and is she studying targeted towards a particular career? Um, yeah, she's. I, I showed you some of her artwork in the past. I think I've shared that with well, you yes, guys and yes, with the podcast. The Mona Lisa yeah. gingerbread yeah. cookie, I believe. Well, that's when. that's yeah, and and God, thank you. But she's she's been illustrating since she could. Before she could write words or letters, hmm. she was drawing pictures. And she, I mean, she can draw anything in any medium, whether it's digital or, you know, ink or charcoal or whatever. She painted Great on a gift. cookie with, with watercolor. So that being said, she's yeah. going to a school where she is studying uh, illustration and, uh, and design, you know. And the beauty of today's world is that kids, there have been so many ways for artists to monetize what they do. Yeah. And I think she honestly isn't just chasing the dream of being a ballet dancer or some shit like that. Like 
or a theater actor like my first By the kid way, was. you just shit on every hey, ballet hey, dancer. Hey, I can't hey, believe you did that. Yeah, the theater actor thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> ballet dancer or some shit like that. That is, I'm well, sorry. I'm going to I'm going to make women. a rap song out of that. Uh, <laughs> more kids Flag on, on that play. More yeah. kids on basketball courts make it to the NBA right. than ballet dancers yeah, make yeah, it to earn a living yeah. playing ball, about doing ballet. So you're saying ballet dancer is a risky choice, and uh, it, it is. Any anytime you pursue the arts right. as a livelihood, you're taking you got asking for trouble. That's right. You really are, and, and <laughs> including all four of us. Absolutely. I'm telling you, I'm living I'm living proof. Yeah. I can talk this game. <laughs> I, so, a friend so, of mine who was let me say this real quick because yeah. somebody it may, this may benefit somebody else that listens. A friend of mine who helped me get through the unemployment year and a half, two years that I was unemployed, um, was a recruiter. She's one of the top recruiters in the country. She was actually re- got recruited by Twitter, and when Elon Musk threw a wrench into their profit machine, um, she they, they downsized, and she yeah. was let go. Mm. And she left a big recruiting job to be a recruiter at Twitter. She's, of course, landed on her feet and got three more better job offers since Twitter gave her a fat-ass severance after working only three months at Twitter. Yeah. When you're, when you're bathed in cash, that's what you can do. But she gave me a solid piece of advice, and I want to share with you, with the audience. Okay. Um, when you have a kid who's, who's an artist, whether it be culinary arts, whether it be illustration, whether it be dance, whether it be music, theater, whatever it is, make sure this kid takes business classes. Yes. Because they have to be the one. They have to be their own advocate. For monetizing their it's art and creating a, it, a livelihood of, of what they do. 80% of it is sales. After Absolutely. That. Yeah. Yeah. So that she said, whatever they do, let them take whatever, but make sure they got a couple business classes under their belt so they know how to value their own worth and make sure that they are able to make a living. That's awesome advice. I'm, I, and I, I got it from somebody. So, I mean, it's just, it was, I was genius. It's like any other disease, you get it from somebody. You can't hear <laughs> I swear I just sat down at the truck stop. I didn't even take my pants down and pass, no. pass my knees. That's there it is. Look at it. So um, she is going to school. You don't have to say which school, but um, is she doing four years? It's a four-year school, um, yep. and she'll, she'll she moved into the dorms today. They they expect them to you know uh, live on year. campus for yep. two years. Right. For two years, they expect to be dorm oh. living. You know, um, yeah. To, uh, and I hate to bring immersed. politics into it, but is she counting on a federal bailout or is, is it going to be paid? <laughs> yeah, uh, Daddy Warbucks over here is going to have to pick up that tab. Yeah. Um, she did earn quite a bit of scholarship help on her own. Awesome. She was a, she was a dean's list student throughout all of all of high school. Oh, she nice. Every quarter one. she made 3.9. Where do you think that came better. from? You have some distant relative. <laughs> I'm going to say. It, no, no, no. It skips Amazon a generation, driver. Bob. Yeah. It skips a generation. You know yeah, that. Yeah, Your dad yeah. was smart. Your sons are smart. Come that's on, right. You see that's it? right. Come on. All right. Uh, that is great, great stuff. Mm. All right. No, last we're, topic. We're, What's our last topic? I thought, great I, I, stuff, Bob. I great had, stuff. I had mentioned something. The market. The market. Stock market. Oh. I so, you didn't mention it, I did. Yeah, last Friday the stock market uh, declined a thousand points. That yeah. would be Friday the twenty sixth or something, and um, that's an indicator. After um, the Fed said something like, "Fed chairman, yes. we're going to continue to fuck over as many it's, people it's as not possible." Stop. No, yes. he said they, he, what he said was, "There will be pain." There will be pain. Yeah, thanks for using the. He P did word. it in actually that star. Uh, who was Luth Vader? Uh, Dark, Va- Dark Vader's Dark Vader. boss. <laughs> Dark Vader. You Darth racist. Darth Vader's boss. You racist. Is that the new, uh, what, what do they call him? You're talking about Palpatine? The, the one Emperor? Who's a, you will Palpatine. die. You will die. Which character yeah. was that? Palpatine. Emperor, Emperor okay. Palpatine. Yeah, Come yeah. on, I got, I got this for you, buddy. I got okay. you. So uh, could you be the Fed and tell us what's going to happen? 
Red lightning shoots out of his fingertips as you watch yeah. your portfolio turn to a souffle and. So the stock yeah. market went down a thousand points, which is not every day, and uh, futures, as of this taping, were down two hundred for the next day. Um, the Fed is determined to kill inflation. The only way they know how, which is to raise, raise interest, interest rates. rates cool the markets. Yeah. And, and by the way, the way you kill inflation is, go figure, put people out of work. Uh-huh. And, and because the only way to create pain for these greedy companies that keep rising pain. prices is to take away their customers. It's literally, I view it as chemo radiation. <laughs> And I have some experience there. It's, I, it's the cure. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, it how, how do we kill the cancer? You just got to sort of kill the whole patient a little bit. Yeah. And hopefully you'll, you'll kill the cancer. So, so uh, chemonomics, is that what you're calling chemonomics. it? Chemonomics. I like it. That's good. <laughs> uh, and I've heard that uh, comparison before. I didn't invent it. So, okay. uh, and it's unfair um, as most economic things are because we're controlled by uh, very greedy people who they like to keep us just healthy enough so they can make lots of profits and every once in a while they screw yeah. it up um yeah, so we have to buy things in order for them to maintain yes. their lofty place it's the only yeah. thing that keeps us from completely being uh, broke is that they need us to be able to buy a netflix subscription and an amazon prime yeah. membership so and if we I can't, we'll storm the best deal. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what the next few months hold. Um, there's a saying, it's always darkest before the dawn. And that's usually where the stock market is when people capitulate. Then again, all the smart people and the lobbyists and the people with insider trading information know, okay, it's time to buy now. Yes. Um, which makes it impossible to time the market. So if you have a 401... That's coin you must buy. Hmm? Yeah, if you have a 101K <laughs> right now or a 201K, um, <laughs> the, the, the name of the game is just be patient. Yeah. Unless you're getting, you know, getting old and you can't be patient. Yeah, there's that. Which brings or back the four of us. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It, let me tell you one thing I, I've I've heard in this in this sure. latest downturn, um, that this inflation was not caused by the usual suspects of you know just um, of the good old days. Wealth yes, I'm listening. Well, it's it's caused by a global pandemic. It's caused by a yes. interruption in the global supply chain. You're absolutely right. It's which created a scarcity of yeah a, a scarcity of goods and commodities that will soon be replaced. The supply chain is is correcting. Systems are coming back online. And the shortage will be gone. So this downturn won't be as deep or as long as previous have. Um, can you show me my eight-day forecast and where the whole uh, economy <laughs> is in view? As you can see, the funds will come back tomorrow. Right. That's your final dollar that tomorrow there'll be fun. It's a great theory, and um, there may be some validity to it. I do listen to a podcast of billionaires called The All-In Podcast, which I've uh, mentioned before. Uh, and no, I don't get a I don't get a lot of uh, politics from them. They're they're actually um, uh, they're pretty easygoing on politics, uh, but when it comes to economics, nothing like venture capitalist billionaires. And, oh, yeah. and, and, and when things were great, they were loving it, and now they're like freaking out. Last week on their show, um, and it is 
incredibly smart guys, if you want to listen to it. On their show last week, they're, they're a show moderator who gets a lot of grief, but he moderates the show and does a great job. Um, he was basically giving them all the raw data of the ways that this recession could go and asking each one of them to comment on it. And normally these guys have great opinions and they're you know, informed by decades of financial knowledge and wisdom and tremendous education. And every one of them got angry and ended up like lambasting the host for not being able to ask good questions. Said, what do you expect me to do with this? I, and finally one of them, who's <laughs> Chamath Palihapitiya, who's yes. um, just a billionaire venture uh you know, uh, he does Corporate those. Corporate yeah. Uh, no, he's, he actually funds uh, startups uh, and is brilliant. Anyway, he said, you know, the problem is here, none of us have a crystal ball and there's too many variables and none of us actually knows how it's going to go. And he said, so all these questions, you're asking us to make a prediction, but no one smart or intelligent, sorry, Spike, would make an, a, an actual prediction. <laughs> and too sometimes many, yeah. the answer to the question is... We don't, oh, well. don't know. No. 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 Again, you keep coming back to these central themes, Bob. You know. Yeah. Let's not be so divisive, and we don't know. Uh, so, uh, so that I'll was. T- I'll tell you. The, I'll tell you the date. I'll tell you the date of worry, though, Bob. Okay. When your four genius podcast guys say, "Remember, the best four-looking entrants will join us in the bunker." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's. That's when you know we're fucked. And on that note. What a great show, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Well, a lot of fun. Okay. So, uh, appreciate for, it. for people uh, listening, by the way, a ton of emails. I meant to read some tonight, but uh, because we're traveling, I don't have them in front of me. We'll try to do that next week. You can email us show at bobandzip.com anytime you like. And yes, we get the emails. Also, you can sign up for the, bo- uh, the blog at bobrivers.blog. We get feedback that way, too. Uh, you can help us out with a little $8 donation once a month at patreon.com slash bobrivers. And um, we record now, we try, on Sunday nights with Monday as the fallback to get the podcast out earlier in the week. Uh, because our illustrious webmaster, David Lee, says that, that that makes it work awesomely. Last week, we played a couple of Twisted Tunes. We played the Salmon Rushdie Twisted Tune. Um because, and by the way, I do hope he's doing well and that no one played it for him. Is there anyone that would and, like and to make do, a, re- a request this week? Let me think. Um, I, I request we buy the domain name a show at Unzipped Bob because apparently there's a lot of people searching <laughs> for that. Got it. And, or mistyping, one or the other. Show at bobandzip.com, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Spike, you must have one you'd like to hear. An un, well, by the way, Unzip Bob is a porn site. I can't buy that one for you. Sorry. Thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you know, we, we played, uh, I actually played my first Twisted Tune on my Cairo Nights show. Really? Um, yes, we played Downtown, the Petula uh. Clark, because there was a story about how downtowns are making a resurgence, about the, uh, the, the new hybrid work environment. Right. Uh, apparently, so far, 40% of people still aren't back to work. Twenty percent of people said they never want to come back to work at an office full time, yeah. and uh, and and so far in the cities they rated sixty-two cities, the sixty-two biggest cities in America, with uh, how many people are coming back downtown and how many people are not coming back downtown. They 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 followed eighteen million cell phone carriers 
to find literally find out when their cell phone came into you mean downtown. People with cell phones can be tracked and used, and their oh, data right, can be Bob. used. Wow. <laughs> about, okay. Yeah. So Seattle was like dead in the middle of it, like almost number forty-one of the sixty-two cities. Okay. Uh, my math is great. Obviously, that's awesome math, um, by the way. Yes, yeah, I want to thank the San public Francisco, school who made this possible. Yeah, San Francisco was the worst a city of all the major cities for people it, coming back downtown. You mean people are not coming in? They have a lot of empty. No, you're right. O- only thirty-one percent of the people who used to come to San Francisco wow. on a regular basis. The number of people this... who would come downtown. Only 31% of San Franciscans have come and, back. And that's a real thing, by the way, that I wasn't aware of. The last time I was in town, someone pointed out that a lot of these buildings have for lease signs on them. Everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a big deal. Price per foot yeah. for commercial property right now is plummeted. Boy. And, and at the yeah. same time, of course, the us versus them crowd uh, blames uh, cities for the homeless problem. So that yes, downtown do. song yeah. would fit into that uh, that theme very nicely. See you next week. Okay. Cheers. The Bob and Zip Show with Nick Kelly. When you're alone, you better walk in a hurry if you have to go. Downtown, when you've got jewelry or a coat that is furry, it's not safe, you know. Downtown, just listen to the rhythm from the boombox in the caddy. Hookers on the sidewalks looking for their sugar daddy and winos with booze. The alleys all dark down there. You must be missing your marbles. You ought to be scared, cause you're downtown. A dangerous place for sure. Downtown, carry some mace when you're downtown. Mothers are waiting for you. Don't hang around or else a gang will surround you in their raiders' clothes. Downtown, maybe you'll wander into places you shouldn't where they show peep shows. Downtown, just listen to the clatter of the gunshots from a Nova. You'll be in intensive care before the night is over. Those drive-bys again. Your car is not safe down there, cause they can strip it in minutes, including the spare while you're downtown. Better be wary there, downtown. Cover your dairy at downtown. It's pretty scary.